Hello and welcome to the Bliss Bean Show. I'm your host, Patrice, and on this podcast, we talk about how to design intentional days, create meaningful work, and get more out of life. Welcome back to the Bliss Bean Show. Today, I have my very first guest, Taylor Kang. Taylor and I met through Instagram. We had our first phone call and talked for like almost five hours. Everything from college and choosing career paths and quarantine. We would have talked longer if I didn't have to go to bed because I'm a couple of hours ahead of her in my time zone. So we wanted to have a conversation today and share it with you guys on the podcast. So to start off, could you just quickly introduce yourself? Where do you go to school? What are you up to these days? Yeah, so my name is Taylor, and I am currently living in Honolulu, Hawaii, which is where I was born and raised, Um, but I go to school, what we consider the mainland, which is um, specifically in Portland, Oregon, and I am majoring in biology, pre-dentistry, and we'll probably talk about majors more so like later on in the conversation, but... Yeah, because of COVID, I've been back in Hawaii like ever since March when the situation got really bad. We talked about your college major and we talked about trying to balance like an interest in science with an interest in art. So in my life, I was really interested in science when I was a little kid, like specifically astronomy, but also art at the same time. But then once I started middle school and I had like an actual science class where science was no longer (laughs) just like doing fun, silly experiments, but like actually writing reports and doing everything the right way, then I was like, oh, science is kind of boring. And so my interest for science very suddenly like dropped off. And so by the time I started high school, I felt pretty sure that the creative side was definitely what I wanted to do with my life. Um, But for you, it's been more of like a continuous question to answer of trying to balance those two sides of yourself. So can you tell us like about what your interests are and how they've evolved throughout your life? Yeah, so I totally have some similar like opinions about that as well um so I'm I'm 100% Korean so I'm Korean American and because of that I've been in this type of culture that is pretty stereotypical but it's kind of true as well um I wouldn't say that my parents are like helicopter parents but they definitely value education and like more so the science field and like medicine and so I actually have an uncle and aunt that both did dentistry and because of that and their success they would naturally give me like advice about that and like try to mentor me and try to lead me towards that direction and so I kind of grew up in that mindset of like okay I'm most likely going to do medicine or dentistry like when I get to college and There was definitely like resistance there when I was in high school trying to figure out a major because even though like we're encouraged to like change our majors and like explore different career paths, I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself and like made myself like really pick the major that I thought I was going to like live with for the rest of my life. And so going into college, it was very like set in stone And then COVID hit and I feel like I can talk for a lot of people 
because of the circumstances, like everything has just been like whack. I don't know. I can't explain it, but it's yeah, just whack like is a good word. Yeah. <laughs> Unprecedented times, right? Oh, not that one. I don't <laughs> like that one. <laughs> and so yeah, so because of that, like I've literally been questioning my existence, uh, and now I'm looking into like business possibly or um also just like going into like the arts of like writing for me yeah it's it's crazy I feel like a lot of people can relate to that but it's it's just interesting because everything was it felt like set in stone and then now I'm like here and that I'm in my second year of college I definitely can see like why people change their majors yeah so one thing we talked about was how we can strive for a career that can have some sort of an impact in the world. Back when I was interested in science, I wanted to do astronomy. So I thought like, yeah, of course I'll have a big impact on the world. Like I'll discover new planets and stuff. But then once I got interested in media, then it definitely became harder to make that connection. I feel like not all jobs are necessarily like good for society, but every interest can be turned into a job that helps people but for me it was just a struggle to figure out like how is my future job going to connect to that so was that something that you ever struggled with like having really long-term like life purpose in your career I think that that is a question that has always been on the back of my mind and I feel like um, I, I read an article, I, I'm exactly not sure like where, like which generation specifically was talking about, most likely Gen Z, and I think that's why I remembered it, but just how nowadays we have this like inner desire to be the best, and that translates to helping the world and like figuring out the world's problems, which if you think about it is in a way unrealistic because it's not just you like it's a collective effort from the entire like population right so yeah I think that for me was like a pressure there was like that pressure was definitely more so from like me and also like growing up that way too so I I totally agree with that I think that's an interesting concept of like everyone Well, I guess when they're little or younger, they kind of envision that they want to change the world when they're older or be famous or something or just have like a super large scale impact. But like if I look back at my life and people that have made a big difference in my life, I mean, a lot of them were teachers, for example. And like, I mean, of course, teachers work with a lot of people, but they're generally not like world famous. But the people that they do work with, they make such a huge difference in their lives. Or, like, even non-traditional, like, helping careers. I think it's also really important to have artists, you know, in society, like musicians or comedians or things like that, where you might not necessarily be able to have, like, um, uh, an outcome of their career that you can point to and be like, this is what they did for society, but they brighten people's lives and they ch- like change people's outlook on life. And I like if that's not contributing to society, then I don't really know what is. We also talked about communications majors because like the communications field is something that we've both been interested in. Um, but there's definitely 
some stigma around the communications major. I think there's like the ongoing joke that you go into communications if you just don't want to work hard in college. I think that in a realistic setting, quote unquote realistic, like we were made to believe that certain careers are not as successful, which mm-hmm. I, I totally like have some feelings about that. I don't know if you've like been in this type of scenario, but like definitely for me, just because of like my Asian background, like there was a lot of bad stigma, like not just around like communication, but just like anything other than medicine or like dentistry Mm. or anything of that field, which I totally think is like wrong. Uh, Like exactly what you said, where yeah, maybe in a realistic type of way where, oh, it's because they earn the most salaries and, and like that. But when you really think about it, the people who help you and inspire you the most are people just like us where we can relate to them in some way so I think that's I'm glad that we're talking about this I I feel like when you're considering your career options like there's definitely some internal confusion but there's also like a lot of environmental influences as well like you don't make your career choices in a vacuum I guess so in my family entrepreneurship and like being independent and working for yourself and whatever was definitely a value and growing up I definitely kind of adopted that value for myself and it hasn't really been I feel like until recently that I've started to really look more closely at this value because yeah I think it's really awesome to um, work for yourself and have that freedom but I feel like because of that belief, I always thought like, oh, I just want to work independently and do everything myself. And and then when quarantine started, I realized that I actually like really miss working with people. And I can't really imagine like a long term career where I don't get to work in groups of people and stuff. And so I feel like whatever situation we grow up in, like we can get some good ideas and good values from it, but we also have to look at it and think about like how is that also possibly limiting us yeah so i guess to go into a little backstory for me i'm a second generation korean so that means that my parents moved um from korea to america so my mom moved when she was really young and then my dad moved later on um and so that there's definitely influence on their part and how they put certain things on me um and i think I mean, I'm not like blaming them in any way because I feel like at this point in my life, I have control of my life and and whatever happened in the past, like that's in the past and I have to really think about myself as an adult. Um, But I can't ignore the fact that there was a lot of influence in that and because they live such a hard life trying to get to the point that they are in now, that's probably why like something as secure as like medicine and dentistry was like put on me and if like you talked about like there's like this internal fight within you and even if I like obviously I do like dentistry in some form like I wouldn't do something that I absolutely hate but I think that rebellious part of me just mainly came from my parents and like my family kind of putting that on me so it's at this point it's like really confusing to truly know like okay am I doing this for myself because I truly like the career path or am I doing this so that I don't disappoint 
my parents. Yeah, I think I think I heard somewhere someone said something like we all have I don't know if issues is the right word, but like some sort mm-hmm. of influence from our parents growing up and I feel like part of becoming an adult is just kind of like looking back at that and unpacking it and like picking out the good stuff that we got from how we were raised and just kind of like setting aside everything else that we don't want to (laughs) bring with us as we move forward into the future. Yeah, I mean, they talk about like marriage is kind of like that, right? Where it's like, you're not just marrying the person, you're marrying like their family and like what Mm. things that they have gone through since they were a child. So it's pretty much like impossible to have any conversation in 2020 without mentioning quarantine in some way. So in your life, have you observed any specific impacts that quarantine has had on you? Like, um, has it changed your thoughts on your career choices in any way or had like an impact on your mental health or on relationships or anything? Yeah, so I've practically been home (laughs) since March. I mean, I've definitely been out here and there, but for the most part, like I'm alone and I'm the only child. So Mm. there's some part of that that kind of affects me as well so I try my best to stay connected with friends but now it's just becoming more of like a check-in every month so I don't really get to talk with people unless it's through zoom calls for my online classes I guess going into a little bit of like my personality um I'm actually like for for 16 personalities or the Meyer Myers-Briggs personality test i'm an enfp but also an enfj so the e stands for extroverted and i think it's about like 60 percent or so which i thought was pretty pretty cool but like now now that i'm in like quarantine i feel like i have definitely become a lot more introverted and i'm realizing like the time that i spend alone is not as bad as i thought it would be like obviously i have fits of like being bored and feeling like I'm like lonely or alone which I think that everybody feels right Mm -hmm. now but I think that the greatest thing that I took away from quarantine aside from the obvious like negatives of it is just like there's a season for everything you know and like the season right now that we're in is like a season for being by ourselves and a season of growth I definitely have figured out a lot of like my personality a lot more and I don't think I could I would be able to say that if I hadn't gone through this quarantine because if you think about it like everybody is so busy in their day-to-day lives and even if you have some type of like insecurity that you want to unpack we tend to blow it off Mm -hmm. and we tend to like push it on the side until it kind of blows up in our face and I definitely agree with that because that's like that's happened to me before um but now that I'm alone if I go through something that I'm like hmm why did I respond that way or why am I feeling this way like I can finally just take a step back and really listen to my thoughts one thing that has um that I've changed about myself is usually when I get into like arguments with people or like some type of disagreement I'm always the type to get the solution to it like I really just want to like figure it out and not have any um like burden like I just want to like 
forgive each other, like move on kind of thing. But now I'm realizing like that's not always the case, especially if somebody else, if the person that I'm arguing with isn't like that. And so now, like nowadays, like if I get into that type of argument again, I just like to go into my room and try to think about it before I say something that I regret. When you said like the seasons of life, I literally say like the same exact thing. I guess like throughout my life, I've noticed how like sometimes we have those really, really busy seasons and that can be good. It's not necessarily bad, I think, to be busy. Like I think there's seasons where we're focusing on kind of moving forward and accomplishing and smashing our goals and whatever, but then it's okay to also have the seasons that are quieter and just more time for rest. So for me in quarantine, that's been something that I've been having to face because like going back to the personalities as an Enneagram 3, oftentimes I'm just like achievement, 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 like always got to be doing something. And uh, yeah, we have like more room and more quiet space to kind of just like sit with our thoughts. And I feel like that can get very uncomfortable but it's like a good kind of uncomfortable where you kind of have to go through the pain in a way to grow and to learn more about yourself on the meyer briggs i always get an isfj i don't know if i really relate to that type but that first letter i feel like is accurate so i definitely do feel like more of an introvert and um, i feel like probably quarantine has just made me more of an introvert I feel like in general, people, like, everyone's just heading in the direction of introversion. It doesn't matter where on the scale (laughs) you started, you're gonna move towards I. Um, But yeah, there's there's definitely loneliness, which I feel like is definitely gonna happen if you just don't have opportunities to see your friends and the people you see on a day-to-day basis. But on the whole, like, it is it is nice to spend time alone and just like observe yourself and learn about yourself. Yeah, in our preliminary call that we had, like before we decided to record, we were talking about how oftentimes it's like the grass is always greener on the other side, right? So in the whole season thing that we were talking about, we're, we are not as like busy now. And so we want to be busy. And yeah. so when that starts to happen again and hopefully soon, um, like, we'll get jam-packed with all of these, like, responsibilities, and then we'll start to think, like, oh my gosh, like, I took all of that for granted, like, that alone time. quarantine? (laughs) Exactly, so I feel like you, it's like a lose-lose situation, but you just have to think about it in, like, a a different way. It's all just really up to perspective, I guess, at the end of the day. I feel like a good second part to that like the grass is always greener quote would be to acknowledge that like the grass can always be green wherever you are because like you just gotta water it yes oh that's perfect <laughs> we're gonna quote that put that in the show notes <laughs> i'm not a writer for nothing right yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah i had the same experience where like during high school i was so busy and if i if I future me went back in time and told my high school self like in about a year you are going to not be in college you're going to be living at home (laughs) and have all this free time to do nothing but blog I would have been like yes sign me up sounds like a dream (laughs) and now that I'm here 
it's like that illusion is just completely crumbling and I'm realizing I love being busy. I love being around people. And so each situation that you're in, you're wishing that you could be in the opposite situation. But then if I like step back and look for the green grass in each situation in high school, like I was really growing and connecting with new people and trying new things. And now I'm learning a lot about myself and like working on personal growth and stuff like that. So even though in both situations I'm wishing that I was in a different situation, a lot of good things are always, always happening. On the other hand, though, I do want to make like a quick disclaimer and say like, I I have definitely felt the lower part of that as well, like where there are more fits of like loneliness than anything. Like, I just want to be real, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that... Um, it, it's definitely come in waves, I think. So in the beginning of, like, March, I was not in a really good place, um, just, like, in all aspects, like, emotionally and, like, mentally and, like, physically. Um, and then, like, I remember seeing on Instagram just people talking about how, um, or just certain people being able to, like, really hone in on their goals at that time. And it's it's a danger like comparison is like a dangerous game to play um and so like I remember I just had to like delete Instagram for a little bit like the app itself and and just um have like realize that I'm just in a different type of circumstance than everybody else so yeah like there's seasons for everything but like everybody's situation is different and you might not accept it in the same way that another person has right and then that kind of changed like maybe towards like early September and now I'm kind of like back into like a neutral phase where I'm really busy with school and I'm still trying to do creative projects on the side but it's definitely like a struggle to balance too I think that's a really good point because we're kind of going to, we're going through seasons as a community, but simultaneously everyone's going through their own little individual seasons. And I really like the point that you made about like um, seeing people on Instagram. I feel like this was especially true at the beginning of quarantine because everyone Mm -hmm. was like, all right, we're going to have all this time. Like, what's everyone going to work on? What goals are we (laughs) smashing during quarantine? But everyone, I feel like, needs a different message. And I think that's the dangerous thing about social media is, like, it's not necessarily a bad message to encourage someone to go after goals. And it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. a bad message to encourage someone to take a break. But, like, the wrong message delivered to the wrong person at the wrong time can be really harmful. I think the first time that I really thought about this was back in maybe, like, middle school or something. And in middle school, I was putting so much pressure on myself. And I remember the teacher just kind of gave our class, like, a very generalized pep talk. Like, all right, guys, we got to buckle down and work hard. And I was like that's not what I need you to tell me. (laughs) Like, I need to do the opposite of that. I need someone to tell me to just, like, chill and take a break. But then, like, I'm sure there were students in the class who benefited from that message. And so I don't know, like, what the solution is because I guess there's some, like, personal responsibility to, like, search out the messages that suit you. 
but it's kind of overwhelming to think like I guess for me as a content creator I'm always like yes I want to motivate and inspire people but I also know that I don't always want to be motivated and inspired so like how can I speak individually to everyone because everyone needs to hear something different it's like an open-ended type of problem I think right because especially on social media you can't control necessarily like where your content goes and how it impacts somebody and so yeah in that sense like I see the point of mostly being like really positive and uplifting but also just being real at the same time like it's it's definitely hard to balance because that's just not how life is right you go through longer seasons of of just feeling lonely then you feel happy and then sometimes it's like the opposite so um (laughs) yeah I don't know I think it's it's always going to be open-ended right and I think that maybe possibly the goal that all of us are trying to achieve is just learning more about ourselves so that even if like for example like for me I I usually see myself as somebody that's pretty heavily influenced by other people's emotions and reactions just because maybe that's like my empathetic side talking and I and I try to relate to the other person as much as I can but that can be sometimes destructive as well because you're letting that affect your mood so yeah I think just learning how to like take other people's advice into consideration but also realizing where to like draw the lines and be like okay no but that's not how I feel yeah it's kind of like the thing we were talking about with our families and parents how we have to take the good things that we learn from them and Mm kind of like do an audit like this this is the advice I'm going to take from you (laughs) but like these areas of life I'm just going to figure out my (laughs) own path I recently uh, attended the gap year association conference I attended a presentation on mental health and I'm actually going to be interviewing one of them on my podcast in the future, but they did a part of their presentation where they talked about in quarantine and like in this really new situation that we're in that's really challenging, it can help to kind of try and reframe the situation. So like some examples of reframing statements that they offered were like accepting good enough as your new standard for the time being or like realizing that it's a normal reaction to an abnormal situation to be struggling. And I found those messages really, really helpful because I feel like when you think about like what you want to accomplish in life or like, I guess like how productive you want to be, you really have to consider like what the circumstances are because in these circumstances, like our usual levels of functioning or our usual mood levels or whatever just might not be possible. And so I think that like we have to really kind of set small goals and just congratulate ourselves on any little thing that we achieve or any little progress that we make. Yeah, I remember us talking about like whether we're planners or like more spontaneous mm, yeah. type of people and yeah I mean like in the situation that we're in right now like no one can really plan anything at this point because you really just don't know so it's it's a it's a good challenge though I think for the planners out there right because it kind of 
makes it's it's a good and bad right it's like yeah like planning is definitely helpful in in certain situations like for example if you're traveling which we can't really do right now but in those situations it's good to have a backup plan but like in terms of our personalities and like how we're dealing with quarantine in regards to like how we interact with that situation like it's not a bad thing to not know i think it's like exposing what we needed to work on i think i heard this today i don't remember where but they just (laughs) said like corn or covid just kind of amplified all of these problems that already existed and so yeah everyone Mm -hmm. loves to say like 2020 is such a terrible year but all of this was kind of like a lot of the issues that we're facing now already existed they just didn't really become so apparent until all of this started happening yeah no i like that no that's so true like like climate change for example Mm -hmm. right the world kind of took a pause and i I mean i don't quote me on this because i don't really haven't really looked into it that much but i bet you know a lot of people are kind of looking at how our staying at home like how that is affecting the world right because we're always so go 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 like that's literally our society like especially like in america like it's just like this in in korean we call it like pali pali culture which Mm. is basically like hurry up kind of thing like it's along those lines where it's you just keep on going and you take like no breaks and it's it's kind of low-key toxic um type of high key environment (laughs) high key yeah yeah, environment that you shouldn't have to like feel the pressure to put yourself in yeah i'm trying to think about like lithuanian culture or like eastern (laughs) european culture i really don't know if we have like a that workaholic culture or not Mm -hmm. um i guess i can only speak to my immediate family and all throughout my life i've always been like very yeah, a workaholic. Let's let's just say that and like super <laughs> ambitious. Whereas exposing my, yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas my parents are always definitely more chill, and so they hope to kind of balance out that side of me. And I feel like one effect of quarantine is like spending so much time at home. I kind of had to adapt like to my family's rhythms. Whereas when I was going to school. I spent like half my day at school and that was a very like fast-paced busy environment but now that I'm always at home I've just kind of like chilled out a little bit yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have um, maybe done better in quarantine like I feel like I've been struggling a lot during quarantine and I think it would have been a smoother experience had it not been like my second gap year because mm, my first gap mm. year, I really loved not being in school um, because, like, those four years of high school were so busy and then it was a chance to take a break. But then it was, like, oh, another year go. of taking a break. Like, yeah. I didn't want that <laughs> much of a break. We talked about, like, me wondering what would have happened if I had not taken a gap year and you wondering what would have happened if you had taken a gap year? So did you ever consider taking a gap year and what would you have done if you had taken one? I think that it's like definitely one of those like options that I would have loved to to take. But at the same time, like I get kind of lazy if I don't keep doing what I'm doing. 
um because like in terms of like education like I know that it's important and it's something that I definitely want to do and um like you know get my degree but like I feel like if I stopped a year then that momentum personally for me would have gone away but at the same time like maybe if I did take a gap year I could have really dug into my creative side a little bit more and so I kind of see like that parallel now right because now I have more time on my hands being at home and this year was like the the year that I really took my writing seriously and wrote a lot more than I ever had before so yeah I think it would have benefited me in a good way but I, I see what you mean with the whole I think it's because like the gap year that you took the first time it's like that was your decision and then this like now it's more like we have to stay home i feel like control always plays a big factor (laughs) into it it's like i i planned out that first gap year i chose to take it and now this and Mm. then the second one was just kind of like scrambling to figure out what i would do for another year this wasn't my plan yeah like (laughs) um this was not in my plans i feel like creativity is something that's so difficult to understand and um, mm-hmm. quarantine is definitely helping me to learn about it, I think, because, yeah, I always thought, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a self-motivated person, like, if I have free time, that's 100% a good thing, and I'll be able to, like, make progress on projects and stuff, but, yeah, momentum, I feel like, is a really big thing. I don't know what it'll be like once I do start college next year, hopefully I'll still, like, remember how to do school (laughs) but just in general like I feel like there's this overall life momentum that you have because I thought that like if I wasn't going to school I would just like grind on my YouTube channel and grow it so much and do so well Mm -hmm. but I realized that like when I was doing it alongside my schoolwork that almost gave me more motivation for it because it was like this struggle to fit it into my schedule where I had to like really (laughs) fight to keep it going whereas now all of these open hours it's just like overwhelming and it makes me get lazy lazy yeah being lazy is a struggle like I don't like the word and I don't like when people label me as that but like truly honestly I have become that especially especially this year (laughs) I think I am a little averse to that word as well because I feel like there's so many it's more complicated I think than just being lazy like there's so many Mm. external factors internal stuff going on and I, I feel like it's just never as simple as simply being lazy I think quarantine has taught me that is like being more kind to myself and not necessarily being like oh I'm not getting stuff done I'm being lazy and I guess just kind of like evaluating like why am I feeling that way what what is different now that I need to be aware of um we talked about that actually like how we we kind of put it on ourselves like if we don't get x y and z done then we didn't have a productive day which is like totally false because like every day is different and your mood fluctuates and I think it's good to see like every day as like a new beginning rather than like like for me like I used to think that January 1st was the only time that I could like 
reset and like get things like situated in my life but that's honestly so bad like it's such a bad mindset because every day is like a new opportunity to become like one step closer to the person that you want to be and that doesn't mean like not owning up to your mistakes obviously but just realizing like you're not your past and you're not defined by that yeah I really struggle with that as well I think very much in terms of weeks and so a lot of times Mm -hmm. if if I just start feeling down or something goes wrong in the middle of a week I'm just like, screw it, we're starting over on Monday, the rest of this week doesn't matter. Like, cue up Netflix, that's what we're going to do for the rest of the week. I do that too. Yeah, and I I definitely, like, subscribe to the belief that, like, every single moment is an opportunity to start over. But in reality, I think the best I can do is, like, start over on a fresh day. I guess it's just hard these days, um... Because normally we have, like, these very clear, like, school hours or work hours. Mm -hmm. um, And now it's just, like, one long day. It's kind of hard to, like, break apart in your head. Mm, I will say, though, like, even though I'm doing online school, um, it's, it's pretty compact in the way that, like, each, like, in a single day I have, like, two or three classes. But, like other like when I'm done with that I'm done with that and it's kind of like up to me so it's like it's structured but also like at the same time like I feel you too like it's it's hard to um make up for the free hours all right so to finish off we're gonna have a round of quick questions we're gonna call it the hot seat round but this name is open to edits so if anyone has a better (laughs) name please send it I need help (laughs) okay so the first question is what is your most important habit that's been improving your life lately? This is kind of small, but I try to have my morning coffee, like an iced coffee in the morning uh, with with a little bit of vanilla cream. And uh, Fancy. I don't know, I've never, I know, but I've never like really done that before. But for some reason, like doing it now in quarantine helps me feel more like productive and like a boss lady. Ooh, love that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I started drinking coffee this year as well. Um, I don't really feel, at least I don't think I feel, maybe I actually am addicted to caffeine. I'm just in denial. I don't think it really has much of an impact on me, but it's just like the flavor is what I need Mm -hmm. to start my day. And also, like, after I finish breakfast, I have to finish the coffee. And it's just like this nice, quiet moment where all I'm doing is drinking coffee. So I can definitely relate to that habit. How about what's one book that you would recommend? Um, so I have a book over here, actually, because like I had to go grab it. I don't know if you saw me earlier, but <laughs> it's The Glass Castle mm-hmm. by Jeanette Walls. Basically, it's about it's like a memoir. So it's like based on a true story of Jeanette's life growing up and with her two siblings, as well as like her parents who are kind of low key chaotic just because Um, They just have some, like, issues that they don't really go through because they're kind of in denial of those issues, and that really affects the family and how um, they're constantly moving across the country, and um, they just never are in, like, one place at a time, and so that, you know, obviously, like, causes a lot of psychological issues, like, for the children, but I think it's just great because she was able to write this book 
um, and kind of reflect on her life. And then finally, we're recording this the night before Halloween. It'll be up after Halloween, so maybe it won't be relevant at that point, but (laughs) are you dressing up for Halloween? Or if you're not, what would be your dream Halloween costume? So I'm not dressing up this Halloween, but if I had to choose... I I follow a bunch of, like, family Instagram accounts and stuff like that. Um, And I've seen, like, a, like, avocado toast and, like, an egg and bacon, like, set up, which I think would be so cute if I were to do it with, like, friends or something like that. And I love avocado toast. So maybe that. Is that? Yeah. (laughs) I love that. But um, fun fact, like, when I was younger, I dressed up as a green M&M. So I guess... It's just a tradition to be a food. At first, I was imagining like Eminem the rapper. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so where can our listeners find you on the internet? So I have an Instagram. Um, It's at Taylor S. Kang. That's pretty much like my basic handle for everything, but I usually just spend a lot of my time on on Instagram mostly. Should I should I plug in? Should I plug in? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, she's giving me like like eyebrows. Like <laughs> this is um, your chance, so, girl. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I'm actually I am currently in the works of having a podcast as well. I haven't had any episodes yet, but we're also going to be like doing a special collab to together again on that on my end so um as well as like other guests and mostly it's going to be focused around like college career mental health it's called let's get chatte a podcast so c-h-a-t-t-a-y and i also created an instagram for that but i haven't posted anything so we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah if you want to check me out of there of course, we'll put it in the show notes, and then once our episode together is live, then I will share that as well. Well, thank you so much for being my first guest on the podcast. It was really great talking to you. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. So three takeaways from today's episode. First of all, when you're making career choices or just in your life in general, you're always surrounded by so much external input from your family, from your culture, your community, the internet. And none of that advice is inherently good or bad. Our job as we go throughout our lives is to kind of analyze and become aware of how these beliefs have impacted us. They might be positive beliefs that we choose to keep with ourselves, but there will probably also be a lot of limiting beliefs that you kind of have to set aside. And then the second thing was Taylor's amazing quote, the grass is always greener where you water it. So We often have a tendency to wish that things were different, but most situations that we're in have some sort of lesson to teach us. And then finally, there's the seasons of life that we talked about, where in our lives we have busy and fast-paced periods where we're accomplishing a lot and moving forward, but there are also slower, more relaxed periods where we learn more about ourselves and recharge ourselves, and both are completely okay. Both are necessary to have. So for today's action of the day, I'm thinking some journaling might be helpful. So perhaps what you would journal on is... What have I learned about myself in quarantine? What are some things I've struggled with during quarantine? And what are some good things that happened from quarantine? Just trying to get a very holistic view of your experience this year because it's probably not all good and it's probably not all bad. Finally, my one recommendation for this episode is Justin Bieber's song, Lonely. 
Oh my goodness, I saw it on SNL and it hit hard. Like, I'm not a fan of Justin Bieber. I was also never really like super opposed to him or his music either, but I definitely had some negative views of him just based on headlines that I would scroll past and stuff. But that song just made me realize that I had never really considered the struggles that he might have gone through throughout his life. So. I can't say he's a good person because I don't know enough about him, but I also don't know enough about him to think that he was not a good person. And so I think this song was a good reminder for me that we can all benefit from putting ourselves in each other's shoes because we're all going through our own struggles and we don't always know what other people are going through as well. So yeah, just just be kind, friends. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your family and friends and leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about The Bliss Bean and connect with me on YouTube and Instagram at TheBlissBean and TheBlissBean.com. If you'd like to sign up to receive the show notes in your inbox every Wednesday morning, that's TheBlissBean.com slash podcast. If you have a listener question, comment, or suggestion, you can send a voice memo to hello at TheBlissBean.com. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.